Hello. You're listening to the Tag and Brando podcast. If you didn't already know about it, now you do. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Taggart. This here is... I'm Brandon. Yep. And we're going to talk about some stuff like we normally do. We're going to get a question of the day out there, and we're going to commiserate about that, and then we're going to... (laughs) Trigger some memories with a triggered memory, and then we're gonna say what's new this week. So, yeah. speaking of those things, what's that question of the day like? Or we else? are we are we are jumping right into it because there's a lot lot of potential do here. It. Let's go for yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, Taggart, yeah, what would you consider to be the best spoof movie? Ooh, of ever, I'm gonna put like of a, ever times, of ever times. I'm gonna put like a little bit of a stipulation on this. Okay, I'm listening. What I would say is a spoof movie. Mm, okay, is you are missing out on at least half of the jokes because you haven't seen like the source movie. Right. If you, okay. Ooh, I just knocked my mic. So sorry if that was noisy. Um, got it. Yes. So because it's so a like, direct, uh, it's a direct response to some movie in a sp- exactly spoofy way, and if you haven't seen it, you're like, "What's going on?" And why? Yeah, I don't, does, I don't understand why that's funny. Funny. Yeah, because okay. I mean, there's plenty of great comedies out there that are kind of just a spoof of a genre, right. or or something right. like that. But I'm talking like direct, like character for character, scene for scene kind of jokes i mean can you get much better than space balls Ooh, space balls is so classic come on so now. good come on now i so, think that's gotta be up there mel, mel brooks mel brooks does it take on so star good. wars uh you know may the schwartz be with you i yes. think that's way up there um you know I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. go ahead. I, I'm just trying to think of some scene-to-scene comparisons. Like, you know, uh, the, oh, the droids mean, in the well, desert. Got, uh, yeah, combing the desert. Combing the dead. They're looking for it, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, destroying of the planet with the... Uh, vacuum cleaner. With the vacuum cleaner lady instead of the Death yeah. Star. Uh, yeah. Classic fight between, uh, you know... Helmet and uh, and uh, yeah, dark helmet and what's his name? Uh, what's his name? What's um, Bill Pullman's character's name? Uh, oh, no, I'm bailing this for all the uh, um, yeah, that's barf, a good question. Barf and uh, I'll have to look it up. I'm uh. Lone Star. Lone, his Lone Star. Star. The only thing that came to mind was seriously when he's just like, we've been jammed. It's like, raspberry. There's only one man that would dare to give me the raspberry. Lone Star. And the whole jab at the uh, Lucas like uh, merchandising. Because mm-hmm. they have oh, yeah, the yeah. Spaceball the, the merchandising space throughout the, movie. the whole thing. Spaceballs. The- <laughs> yeah. Space balls the toilet paper. Space balls the flamethrower. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Spaceballs is is such 
a such a classic and definitely i mean uh being as with one of the most popular movies of all time and everything and uh, right i mean and it's it's just it's it's ripe for parody because there's so many crazy silly aspects of it right everything um it is interesting that they there is no like luke skywalker really character as much like it's they combined han solo and luke into right. one right kind of a thing um that but, was that's pretty good but pizza the hut very topical and amazing yes yes <laughs> for the times um, the times pizza hut was real big when it yes. came out real big yeah um so many good lines so many good quotes and everything but um see okay you brought up a good point mel brooks right so there's a couple okay the thing about this that I find most interesting is that there's these crazy, like there's there's like periods or like trends in in parodies. Oh uh, yeah. So hit you, me, hit you, me. So the first the first kind of trend I would definitely say is uh, is Mel Brooks and. Leslie Nielsen. Right, with the naked guns and the Yeah, like Leslie Nielsen. The... I I don't I I mean, I would have loved to have sat down and talked to Leslie Nielsen and maybe he did in an interview that uh, that's out there or something and just been like, "Leslie, you were a very, you know, good straight-laced, you know, actor, uh-huh. you know, Back in back in the day, and you got hired on to airplane to be the straight man doctor, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. With this one classic joke <laughs> of, you know, I am serious and don't call me Shirley, but like very deadpan, very just right. like you know, matter of fact and everything. But then he just took on this mantle almost. Of spoofing of spoofs, yeah. everything to to his like final go, and like he was in uh, he like so many things. I like the like you said the Naked Gun movies, uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Mm-hmm. Um, he was even in like some of these. Next one, like you, I mean, Dracula Dead and Loving It was another Mel Brooks movie. Right. Oh, it was so funny. I got to say, that is one of my favorites. Really? What about yeah. young, young Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein? I have seen that in a long time, but it's a, that's a good one. Yes. Um, also, of course, Mel Brooks, if we're talking Mel Brooks. Yes. But yep. Leslie Nielsen, obviously Airplane is a classic. Um you know what one I watched recently? Because one of my band members like, you have to watch this. Have you never seen this? Um, was, uh, oh, shoot. I have to look it up because I, ha- I have to remember what the name of it is. But it's, it's, uh, it's uh, the, the, the Val Kilmer. As a, oh, as uh, a, Top Secret. Top Secret. Yeah. Never seen that before, and that was it's am- good. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, what's the song in the fireplace? 
he's he made this i of the fireplace scene where he makes up the song about or the story about him working at the apartment store or whatever because he was like a lost oh, child and the, yeah, he sings a, a, a familiar tune it came on the radio while we were driving and <laughs> the guy and he was like this song always reminds me of that scene from Top Secret. And we're like, what are you talking about? And uh, so he made me look it up. And I was like, we're going to find this movie. And we're going to watch it. Because um, it's pretty. It, anyways, that was a pretty good one that I had never seen before. So if you haven't seen Top Secret yeah. with an exclamation point, check it out. Yeah. And that's and that's really kind of the big thing is. is um, So, yeah, there's. There's a ton of crazy spoof movies out there, but then um, Leslie Nielsen kind of like gets this like this is his lot in life <laughs> to go through right. and do all of these all of these classic ones. Wrongfully accused is oh my gosh oh, the scenes with the train. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's 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 making fun of uh, the fugitive. Okay, mostly and. Um, and yeah, so like definitely Mel Brooks kicked it off with like Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein right. and everything. Um, and then uh, then Airplane came up and then he and Leslie Nielsen like paired together and made, you know, a couple of good like uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It and everything like that um, and everything. But then after Leslie Nielsen there was this like um then the other person to pick it up or to carry it on was um Lloyd Bridges do you remember Lloyd Bridges i remember Lloyd Bridges but what movies are you speaking of from well he was in airplane movies i took picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue <laughs> You know, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's in the control tower and everything, but then he comes back in Hot Shots. Ah, Hot Shots. Yes, yes, Hot Shots and and um and Hot Shots Part Deux. <laughs> and then yeah, I mean, you got another Mel Brooks Robin Robin Hood Prince or Robin Hood Men in Tights. Ooh, and that's a pretty that's a classic. It's it's so so good, um, and then Leslie Nielsen, yeah, just with like Spy Hard, and um, <laughs> wrongfully accused, and even to the point where he's in like some of the like scary movies and stuff, right? And that's and that's, that's like kind of I the would next say wave, yeah, the, yeah, exactly the next phase of like where they just instead of I mean they follow a little bit of a of plot of one, but they they kind of take. A, a genre and, and right, go and just at spoofing it, right? the whole genre rather than yeah. one movie itself, yeah. Which is um, kind of where spoof movies have gone of late. If you mm-hmm. think of not another teen movie or all of those, not another teen movie. I right. love not another teen movie, but not another teen movie also came out in like you know the I was in I was. A, sophomore in high school right you know right and so that was like the perfect the perfect time for me to see that movie we're just like oh my gosh this is the funniest thing and it, right yeah i've seen all these movies and i get all these jokes and you know all this kind of stuff it's not like <laughs> oh i watched air you know i watched this movie and i haven't seen you know some of the source material because it was like 10 years before, right 25 years before i was right. born or something 
but yeah, perfect, the, perfect uh, <laughs> demographic for that movie. <laughs> yeah, and then definitely with the scary movies and everything, it gets picked up by uh, the Wayne's brothers, right? Kind of carry carry through the scary movies, and then the the direct um, spoofs were like not another teen movie spawned. Uh, you know, date movie and epic movie and right, uh, superhero movie and um, all of those and disaster movie and this some of them are just so bad. Yeah, they get they just try so hard. Dance flick, uh, Spanish movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like uh, it sounds terrible. That's why it's hilarious. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yikes. Yeah, and so it's it's it gets pretty. Like I don't know. I would definitely say Leslie Nielsen, Mel Brooks is the height, in my opinion. Right. And I can concur. I w- I would definitely have to say that. My favorite is then the one that combines both of them in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Gotcha. I it's, also not sure yeah. if I've seen that movie. I oh, doubt dude, it. It's so good. It's so we good. We should watch it. It's got um oh man, it's got Steven Weber. And yeah, um definitely worth worth checking out and everything. But if it's not that, then it's gotta be um a lesser known uh, Loaded Weapon One. Did you ever see that? Loaded Weapon One. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to say yes, but like maybe once. I don't. I don't know. It would have been a <laughs> yeah, long time loaded, ago too. It, it's it's so funny because it's got to be in this weird corner of of Hollywood where these actors are just getting together because Hot Shots came out in 91 right okay. with uh charlie sheen uh-huh. right? right 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 and and everything and um and carrie Elwes, you know and so right. then they're like and so uh carrie Elwes is like oh well you know we should make robin hood you know and like like these actors kind of just like sharing stuff so i want to say like hot shots came out and then like right after that Emilio Estevez does Loaded Weapon One, making fun of you know the Lethal Weapon movies, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, uh, like, what was the conversation there? Where it's like, well, if Charlie can do it, I can do it. It's like, who, <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a script out there. Yeah, there's got to be a script out there. Oh, okay, Lethal Weapon. Sure, I can play a Mel Gibson esque, you know, character. And who's gonna play Murtaugh? Samuel Jackson. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, has one of my favorite quotes. Wilderness girl. Oh, so good. Tim Curry's in it. John Lovitz is in it. Um and I don't know. I I I Make I would notes. put that one Yeah. One of the other things, spoiler alerts, I guess for for Loaded Weapon 1 is <laughs> Because it be it's in between Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two, like it's so funny because then Charlie Sheen also does a cameo in it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and so, um, and everything like that. And so, um, you know, when you think about it, like some some people even would consider Maverick a spoof movie, 
just because of that tiny split second where they have Danny Glover in as the bank robber. Right. He's like getting he too like old pulls his, Yeah, he pulls his, his little uh, bandana down and they have that moment of recognition and everything. Right. Like, and stuff like that. But I don't know what it is. For me, a spoof movie and even just little movies like that, it's like a reward for going to other movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the inside jokes that. that's like, hey, you know that fact that you met it's like you you remember the uh goings on and the quotes and the scenes from this movie better than you remember, you know, what you learned you know in your English class. <laughs> well, here's a nod to all of those and it's just like a little like Oh my gosh, like that's so funny and the callbacks and everything are so good. Nice. So, um I definitely would have to put it at uh Dracula Den loving it for for it cuz it's it's yeah, it's a okay. great crossover kind of kind of uh epic tale. So there you go. That's, okay. That's that's my take on uh, and yeah, I mean, and I think, I think there's a lot of good ones out there and I think Spaceballs is definitely a close second. So, so good. Oh, it's so funny. It's so good. And even just that Winnebago. <laughs> that they're Classic. Driving. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> just call it exactly as it is. Spell it straight out. The Millennium Falcon was a hunk of junk, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, some yeah, it's just so good. But, yeah, did you watch Top Secret then? We did, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, see, that one, that one reaches way back. You know what I mean? It does. It, it, yeah. it, it, it reach. It's it. There's not like, I don't know if I could name like the direct movies that it it talks about and every, every, every No, but it's everything. just a straight kind of like, uh, you know, James Bond esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, movie, uh, but. Also, kind of like a, <laughs> it's almost like a parody spoof of like uh, the man who knew too little because he's not like a spy. He just ends right. up being there and getting into the middle of everything, um, right? And yet he's just cool and collected about the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. And the fight under the water. Uh, and anyways, it's fun. We uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought that I would. So, yeah, and that's and that's the mark of any any good movie is really seeing it out of its time, right? You know, and that's the hard thing about a lot of these spoof movies is because, like, when you watch it, like, you know, if you watch High School High, you know, I think High School High is a great spoof movie, and whether you've seen, um dangerous minds or not. Right. But, um, and that's, you know, it's the mark of a really good spoof movie. If you can still do that, but you're still missing the jokes and everything. 
But I don't know. Like, there's some out there that are just, ugh. At the same time they did Scary Movie, they came out with uh, Shriek. So Scary Movie is supposed to be like, it follows the plot of Scream. Right. And then Shriek also follows the plot of Scream, kind of. I've never seen it. It looks terrible. (laughs) It's got Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Coolio. And Coolio's (laughs) in it? Yeah, but yeah, it's... It looks just so bad, and um, yeah, that does not sound good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's like the second tier, second mm-hmm. tier spoofs that are like, well, we'll ride the coattails of these good spoofs that are doing it, and they're just like, you yeah. can't, you can't. Like, <laughs> if one of us does it well, the other one is definitely going to fail. Like, mm-hmm. uh, anyways, and yet, and then there are some spoofs that try to do like. Spoofs of comedies, you know, right? Like, oh, good luck! <laughs> like, oh, that's hard to just land better jokes than mm-hmm. you know. When uh, you know, when of course there's like Austin Powers that we didn't mention. Those are all just James Bond spoofs, like straight up, um, right? But of course, James Bond is supposed to be funny, so all the jokes are right much better. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I would, you know, I was thinking, because I thought it was Austin Powers, and some parts of it, yeah, I was like, no, that like, Austin Powers is his own thing. It's, it is a spoof movie, but I wouldn't consider it. But, I mean, like, I think, I, I, now that I'm rethinking it, at least the first one especially, well, I guess all of them, like Goldmember, you know, right. like obviously a nod to Goldfinger, right? And um, the Spy Who Loved Me, the yeah, one, exactly. Right? Just even the names, um, but like, yeah, in the first one for sure, when he's you know talking about sharks with lasers, like that's like a yeah. direct thing. Oh, and he from... looks like, and Doctor Evil looks like Blow, uh, um, is it Blofeld? That sounds, uh, Blue... it's he, Blofeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and he's got the cat, but he's got yeah. no hair. Look what you did to Mr. Bigglesworth. He's just a straight copy yeah. of that character. And, of course, there's, like, you know, uh, who, th- who throws a shoe? It's just an odd job, but throwing oh, shoes yeah. instead of hats. Like, it's all, yeah. Just That's, you're direct. right. You're 100% right. I, <laughs> I disregarded it for no good reason. <laughs> I mean, because I'm just like, oh, no, it's his own thing. No, it's not its own thing. No. <laughs> it's straight up just like. Well, the, 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 the genius thing about those probably, when you really think about it, is it, it copies all the old James Bonds that for the people in the 90s when those came out, uh, mm-hmm. all the kids didn't know anything about the early J- James Bonds unless they were like a crazy James Bond head, you know? Right. At that point in my life, I'd seen the Pierce Brosnan, James Bonds, and I think that's it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of those direct, you know, quote unquote, unquote quotations from the the movies, the early right. movies, uh, you wouldn't know, but the jokes still land uh, because they're mm-hmm. good jokes by themselves without you really knowing the source material, which is which is pretty good. You know, I don't know. It's pretty well-crafted if you can do that. 
Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. If you can make a, a spoof movie stand on its own. Right. You know, but then when you go back and you watch the, the, the you know, the, the other movies and stuff like that, the, the quote unquote source material and then come back to it, you're like, oh my gosh. You're like, yeah. Sandy vagina, vagina, I get it now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a spoof well, and galore and right. all those. And yeah. that's, and mm-hmm. that's the, the really the testament of those movies that you initially were like, nah, it's own, it's its own thing because probably when you watched it, you thought that, and now now looking mm-hmm. back, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Um, I don't think you're an idiot. I think you're a great guy. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, <you can> stop. <laughs> yeah, backhanded compliment straight into a nice one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, cool. Very very good. I hadn't thought about the some of those spoof movies in a minute. Oh man, some of them are so funny. Not another teen movie is so so funny. I remember watching that and not thinking that, but maybe I need to watch really? it late at night. Because oh, obviously, okay. I saw all those movies. Uh, also. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, like. The the best part is it starts off with the very classic trope of she's ugly because she wears glasses <laughs> right. and has a ponytail <laughs> right. and everything and um and then all of a sudden she's hot and you're just like yeah but the my personal favorite comes from one of our favorite movies from Can't Hardly Wait Ooh. when the girl walks in. And she's wearing the exact same clothes that Jennifer Love Hewitt wa- wears when um, Amanda walks in uh-huh. to the thing, and everybody just stops and, and everything, and they're like, "We can't talk until she starts moving again." <laughs> <laughs> That's the freeze frame, and they're like, "Yeah." Uh. And then she starts walking again, and everybody's like, "Oh man, she took forever this time." <laughs> like, <laughs> It's it's super good. It's yeah, nice. But yep, and they got the ducky character and changes his ethnicity all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, yeah, or yeah. But go out and watch. Go out and watch some movies. Yeah, and then find a movie that makes fun of all those movies. It's out there. It Some might of them not just be take themselves good, too seriously. For sure. If anything, uh, if anybody's listening that really wants to make a spoof movie, the thing that needs to be spoofed now is all of the movies that are coming out that their predecessors that are more than 20 years old. I'm talking like, the Rambo movies, I'm talking the Rocky movies, I'm talking Top Gun, you know, the new Top Gun movie, like anything that... What do we call those? We need to classify those as something. It's just they're, like... Because they're not reboots, they're just... No, it's a sequel, but Delayed it's, sequels. It's got to be like crusty sequels or, or yeah, something like exactly. that. Because they're just It's, it's got to be old. like... Du- du- we'll call them dusty sequels. Dusty sequels. You, you, I like you that. are blowing the dust off, <laughs> and you're like, like "What you know old we're gonna do? properties do we have? <laughs> we're gonna make Ghostbusters 
again, but we're totally going to disregard this middle Ghostbusters movie because it disregarded us in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to make, we're going to be blowing the dust off and somebody's just got to make, a, a, like, a, I mean, and it would, because there's just so many of these nowadays where it's just like, well, man, we haven't made it. Yeah, they're sitting on these properties, and they're finally like, mm-hmm. we got to do something with this. Like, we own this. Let's make some money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sequels are big. Sequels are big now. Geico. Yeah. Geico's even making sequels of their old commercials now. Don't talk to me about Geico. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. Pick a lane, Geico. <laughs> Jeez. They don't want to. That's their thing. They don't pick yeah. lanes. Anyways. But, uh, but yeah, sequels are so big that, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. everything has a sequel. Oh, yeah. And some of them are dustier than others. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways. There's a lot of these that I've never, just looking at a list, that, like, Silence of the Hams. That can't be uh, good. That can't be good. <laughs> uh, Meet the Spartans. That one was okay. Um, is it is it a spoof on Meet the Fockers and the, on the Spartans? Yes. Uh, uh, and 500? More, it's it's more 300. Oh, 300. Excuse me. I said yeah. 500. I don't know. Maybe it's a 500 <laughs> club. Yeah. Uh, is that? I'm 50 Shades of Black. Okay. That's one of the newer ones. Farce of the Penguins. There's some of these. Farce? So they have... They have like Mystery Men listed in this list. I don't know if Mystery Men really counts. Mystery Men is a spoof on superheroes, kind of, on the yeah, whole but, genre. Right. But it's not. But, but they don't have like somebody that's playing a Superman esque or a no, Batman esque. Right. It's just a, yeah. And that's kind of what I'm talking about is like. Right. If it's like this person is recast, not recast, but this person is obviously a representation of this specific character, the costume's pretty much the same, the right. dialogue similar, and all that kind of different stuff. Right. But we're um, talking, you know, like Superman mm-hmm. and uh, the original Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, we're talking spoofs from back in the day, or <laughs> yep. or or more like straight ripoffs. But anyways, um, yeah, there you go, there you go, and and also too, I mean. Part of the probably probably part of the reasons we love spoofs is also I mean that's also the peak of like when Weird Al was doing his whole yep he's he releasing stuff I mean he still does a lot but you know releasing his all stuff and it's just like yeah that's you know what what a te- what a time to be a teenager you know spoofs in the eighties and the nineties were yeah even the music was that was big mm-hmm. man yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, watch some movies, make some, make some fun of some other movies. We, I wrote, we wrote a spoof, um, when I was in high school for yeah. uh, Fast and the Furious. Ooh, and a couple of things that we had in there. Um, oh my gosh, Spanky, if you remember this, uh, we had in there <laughs> was like, it's like he's got a hundred grand under that hood. And like he pops the trunk, and there's just a candy bar sitting there, and he just like, <laughs> and like eats it. And then the part when in the first race, um, what's his name, um, Paul Walker's character, like the bottom of his 
like the floor of his car just like falls out. Uh huh. And it's like sparking and stuff. And he's like, ah, and then it just shoots out the back and everything. And then later on, um, when the cops come, he like picks up Don Toretto. You know, he's like, get in the car, go, go, go. You know, uh-huh. to kind of like endear himself to to Don. And uh, we're just like, oh man, if we make this movie, we just gotta have him like fall right through the floor. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, what the heck, man? It's just like, and it's just like, oh, sorry, I forgot, my I floor forgot. fell out. <laughs> That's not even there anymore. Exactly. Oh yeah, man, that was that was fun stuff. Just writing a spoof movie. This class, so good, so good. Yeah. So um, that is uh, that is the question of the day. So if you got your own idea, what best spoof is out there? Yeah, hit um, us up. Hit us up. Make sure um, you give us also what movies it's making fun of, so we can we can prime the pump, so to speak. Um, nice. Because yeah, love to love to get those inside jokes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So tag, what do you what are you triggering? What are we triggering on the memories? We want to talk a little about about a little bit about about a bit of uh, something sad that happens to everybody in their life, probably. Aww. We want to talk about breakups. Um, Ooh. Uh, that is sad. I think the, quest, some, the question is, what was the lamest? Oh, the, lamest the lamest. The lamest excuse um, you were given or gave, if you want to go to Ooh, that. Okay. If you want to okay. out yourself uh, <laughs> uh, for being broken up with or if you did the breaking up. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, breakups are not fun, usually. No. They shouldn't be fun. No, that's not the point of a breakup. They should take over a minute and a half. Well, to be fair, that relationship lasted all of four minutes. <laughs> so Yikes. Not really. Yeah. Anyway, different different person. Story. story, different yeah. thing. Yeah. Inside joke. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, we had a friend that uh, really liked this person, started dating her, and then grew tired of her very quickly, like within a week, two, two weeks. Maybe? I don't know. I don't remember it, the timeline. It, it was. It was like literally like we we met her, and then they went on like two or three dates and they were like a thing. And then he's like, yeah, but I want to date somebody else. So then we waited in the car while he broke up with her and it took them like, he took him like a minute and a half. It was pretty sad. Right. What up buddy. If you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> she was a sign reader. She, that was, was. <laughs> she was a sign reader. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> subway's got uh, cinnamon rolls now. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> I'm sorry if she, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Oh, rough. Uh, um. Anyway, anyways. so for me personally, personally, yes. Um, I would definitely categorize this one as something that I I, I accepted at the time and and I did so with like you know the dignity and the you know um the gravitas that it needed 
But now that I look back on it, it just is so lame. I was I was told so a um, little bit of backstory on this. Um, it was a you know summer fling, summer romance, Ooh, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. where summer just like loving. yeah, and um, and then when she was going back to school, um, going back to university, if you will, for our Canadian listeners, we will. Uh, <laughs> um, she her her big thing was. You can't be, you can't go to school, can't go to college and not date or you will have no social life. Like if you aren't dating, then you're never going to get out of the house because it's all, the only reason anybody goes out is dates. Hmm. And I, I went, I, I went, I, I went and saw for myself. Like, right. You went the, to. You, you also know, went to school. <laughs> yes, at that same school, and um, there was plenty of opportunities to hey, I do. I watched Jaws with you in a pool. Yeah, and I was not dating we you were, or any of those nope, people. <laughs> nope, we were not on any dates. And I yeah. thought this is cool. Yeah, so definitely, if you go out and be friends and nice to people, then that is a valid social life. Um, Absolutely. But if, if you really just want to go on dates and that be your social life, you can do that too. But I definitely would have to say now they look at it, it's like that's pretty lame to be like, right. well, uh, I don't really like you enough to not go on other dates. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, just spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, you don't want to be exclusive? Okay, I guess that's that's that. Uh, right. But, well, yeah, um, I mean, man, you think back. Shout out to the old Colorado Springs crowd. We did yeah. lots of stuff, and I don't think most of us dated. Uh, yeah, exactly. A lot of times you might be dating someone, and they're not they're the one person that's not. There. They're not coming out, right? Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. Um, but yeah, what? Uh, what was your the lamo break? Some pretty bad ones, if I think about it. Um, you're, you're quite the ladies' man. I, mean, I don't were, think that's true. You you definitely could have been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had a lot of interest around yourself well i wish somebody had made this known to me but um it it came up it came (laughs) up whatever um (laughs) you're a jerk um okay well one of the first people that i ever dated broke up with me because me and her for one of her friends, like one of her best friends, kind of, we didn't hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had some some playful animosity towards each other. Uh huh. Like we, like seriously, there. I don't think there was ill blood between us, but we liked to jab at each other, and she used that. 
because she had nothing else or had n- no uh no concrete real reason besides or no backbone to spell it out oh um, that's also true so she so she, she uh, said well she spice i can't you. kind of yeah it's just yeah. if you want to be with me you got to get with my friends and i and i was like what your friend's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she basically said, yeah, I don't think I can ha- you know, date you and be friends with her. And I'd rather be friends with her. Basically is what it boiled down to. And I was like, Ooh. we're fine. Like, her and I are fine. We have fun. Like, deal. Um, mm-hmm. I was very sad. Anyways, uh, that was one. Um. You know, we've all had the one that said, I don't want to date because I'm going off to college and I don't think I could date you there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We've all had that one. That's pretty lame. Uh, Though long distance is serious and you should really think long and hard before you get in a long distance relationship. Anyways. um, Uh, that one wasn't really lame. It was sad. So I'll leave that one out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) just straight up depressing, just straight up messed up and not nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I did have a girl break up with me once and I didn't realize it was a breakup. Oh, I thought it was a step back in the relationship kind of thing. Ooh, a, a Ross and Rachel break. Oh, no, it, but it wasn't a break. I mean, it didn't feel like a solid break. The way that she had uh-huh. presented it was like, we need to calm it down and see where it goes kind of thing. Right. And then like three weeks or something after that, where I'm still hanging out with this person. We're doing stuff. We're going on dates and all this stuff. And one of her friends who I was also friends with was like, uh, yeah, didn't she break up with you like three weeks ago? And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, that conversation you guys had, that was the breakup. And I was like, what? Then why? Third party. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little rough. Uh, That was kind of lame because... It just wasn't given to me, you know? Right. Obviously, and uh, she just wanted to be too soft, I guess, to the point where it was like, yeah, we're still kind of dating. Um, hmm. Yeah, that was a little, that was a weird one. Anyways, there's more, but that's, that's, <laughs> I think those are the lame ones, the lamest ones. Uh, it's, it's, it is funny. I mean, because, realistically when you look at it whatever the excuse lame or concrete ish you know like i don't know of a good valid excuse that doesn't make someone sound terrible like you're still gonna hurt yeah well it's right but i mean like it's not like yeah you're like well you know i love this girl now Oh, right. yeah, that still really hurts. Um, but the interesting thing about it is it, it is um, inherently like whatever the the minor issue is, is something that they're not willing to work on or work on anymore, right? right? Where it's just like, I mean, yeah, to the point where it's just like, um, 
you're not going to be around and there are going to be other eligible dates someone's around around right. and I don't want and to I'm have to I'm going to go hang out with them so. yeah I don't want to have to deny myself of doing like dating and everything like that especially if you're not going to be around you know right like you know if if they really were that into you then yeah then they would totally be down for that when they're like right. yeah I don't want to date anybody else then you know everybody else is lame and like stuff like that and so it is a valid enough excuse it just sucks if you're on right. the the much more devoted side where you're like but I would do the same thing for you and you're like yeah but I'm not gonna do that for you yeah well <laughs> you know that reminds me and sorry if they're hearing this. They know who they are. Um, I I was broken up once when someone was going to school because and saying, you know, I don't want to be driving down and doing the the you know. It wasn't like super far away to school, but this person was right. going away to school, and they were like, I don't want to be coming back and dating and doing all this stuff and blah blah blah. And right. then she did start dating somebody that also lived where I lived. And so it was the same thing. And I was like, yeah, that's a little messed up. Um, that's yeah. That's like, uh, I mean, to give an example, that a lot of people connect with is in the office <laughs> when, uh, Michael and Holly break up. Um, and then when Holly comes back to Scranton, she's dating AJ and totally doing the long distance thing. Right. You know, right. and he, he calls her out on it. And just like, it's like, I don't get it. It's like she, it's like she said, we can't do a long distance relationship. And now she's all into this long distance. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not fun to see that <laughs> happen. Yeah. But, um, but hey man, we'll always have the summer of 06. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was good times. It was good times. Summer of 06 was basically like the most people in the friend group had like someone. And so it was just like triple, quadruple dating all over the place. And it was great. And then conveniently at the end of summer of 06, we all got broken up. (laughs) (laughs) We all got dumped. That's when our real life started. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you remember that one time we were just in your car, and there was like a breakup song on the radio, and it's like we gotta change it. It sucks, and so we changed it. It was another breakup song, and we're like, "Are you kidding me?" And then we changed it again, and there was a third breakup song, and I'm just like, "What the f is going on?" You're like, "Thanks, universe. We already know." So that's when I created my own breakup mix that got to be and this was you know in in definitely the days of um limewire and stuff but uh, (laughs) it was um and i i I still have it on a very terrible probably non-compatible mp3 player somewhere oh yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah Um, just at least make the list of the tracks and we can we can rebuild it exactly if but it's uh if we it build was it, like they will listen. Yeah, it was like I want to say like several hours long 
I want to say it was like 10 hours, 10 to 13 oh, hours. Oh, that's 10, 13 hours of sadness. Yeah, but this was you the need, idea. You need that when you get broken up. Yeah, this you was the idea that. is is you get broken up with, you lock yourself in your room, you play this, and it, it helped. It literally, like I kind of phased it out with like the different stages of grief uh-huh. where like where you, you, you get there and you're just like, it's like, baby, come back. And you're like, no, like the denial and everything. And then and then it gets you through anger where you're just like mad at them, you know, and you're just like all the like, you know, uh, tainted love kind of songs and everything. Um, and then, um, yeah, like gets you through like acceptance and everything like that. It was it was not it's not a bad mix. I should dig that out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like I'm moving on, um, and everything, Ooh. and, and um, yeah, you should find I, that. We'll we could build that on a Spotify or something if people. That's true. To yeah, listen. To and it. after after 13 hours of that, chances are you're gonna be coming out of that room. You're gonna you're gonna make person. it, buddy. You're gonna be yeah. okay. Yeah. Exactly. And then when any of those songs come on the radio, you're just going to be like, why am I still listening to the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah. So anybody who just got broken up with or has been broken up with, we feel for you. For sure. All excuses are just them saying that you need to find somebody we better yeah. that's not going to have any excuses. Exactly. Whose excuse is to be with you. Exactly. They, ooh, yeah, exactly. They make the excuse to be with you. Exactly. That? Yeah. Exactly. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully everybody's not super depressed. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> good. I think everyone's yeah. good. Yeah. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, um, kind of going along with with a little bit of the the mood. Can I do my new? Share my do new. it, do it, dude. What do you got? So, um, my new is definitely um, something that's been happening uh, for me professionally. Ooh, tell us about it. Um, are you familiar with the book Multipliers? I have heard of this book, but n- not too familiar, no. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, Multipliers by Liz Wiseman, uh, it talks about um, the different types of leadership and or leaders. Okay. And specifically, you know, talking about, um, you know, work environment and stuff like that. A multiplier is somebody who takes the uh, intelligence and the talents of their subordinates and will um, essentially multiply them out, multiply their efforts, multiply um, their results and everything because of like just the way they interact with them. Right. So like, that, that the sum mm-hmm. of the outcome is bigger than the parts. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they're very synergistic where they're just like, you know what? You seem like you really like the personal aspect of your job. So like, let's nurture that. Let's see if there's a way for you to, you know, um, have that 
you know, par part of your job description better, or maybe we can find you new responsibilities that, you know, that foster that, or you seem to really like the analytical side. So like, let's get you this and let's, you know, get you the tools that you need and da, 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 da. and they make you feel um, like you're making a difference. They make you feel right. that you're, you're worth it and, and all that kind of different stuff. And they, you really just like, like want to do your job. Like you, you were born to do this job because they're like, Oh my gosh. Like, like you're the only one that could not like false praising. You're like, Oh my gosh, you're the only one can accomplish this. But they're, they're just, whatever you're doing, you enjoy doing it. And, and they're giving you kind of the way to, to support you and everything. Nice. And then there's diminishers. Ooh. And as the name describes, they are people that kind of just, suck the life out of you that mm -hmm. been um, there yeah exactly that you just really don't like going to work um they they might be super intelligent themselves sure and yeah and everything but they just drain they don't know how to work it to, yeah they right. just drain the intelligence and the energy and the capabilities out of out of their subordinates um, I got people in mind right now. Yeah. Specific yeah, exactly. people. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, they could have the smartest, best team, but the way that they um, interact with that team just makes it so people just feel very unhappy that they're not reaching their goals and, and everything like that. And I definitely had a multiplier uh, manager for uh -huh. um, the last year. And um, made me feel great when I came up with an idea. Um, it was it was very much like, oh yeah, well let's let's go see if we can do that right now. I was like oh well, I was just kind of spitballing the idea. No, yeah, 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 that's good. Let's see if it's got legs. And we walk over to the executive side and talk to like you know the president of the company it's like yeah let's do it and then you know we do it and i'd feel good about it i feel like oh okay and all that kind of different stuff nice. or you know sometimes it didn't go anywhere you know sometimes it's like right. oh well yeah we don't really it's like okay well you know we gave it a shot whatever and stuff like that like these kinds of things you know were really good and really positive and i felt like i owned my workload and i was like you know appreciated and all that kind of different stuff nice and then just this, you know, um, last couple of weeks, we've gotten somebody and they just are just diminishing the crap out of all of us. Like our department is very small, uh -huh. but it is just very much like we don't know what the expectations are. Uh, when we submit something, it's just wrong from the get go. Oh, don't worry. It's not our fault because none of us have really properly been trained in our area. Uh, you know, we were just kind of picked out of the hat of, you know, people that were av available for this job. And hey, we've done good stuff, but, you know, they're the expert in the field and and they can, you know, critique all of this kind of different stuff. And and very much like we, you know, I've been working with this other manager for a year and we built this whole thing from scratch and they just come in, this new manager comes in and it's just like, oh, that's cute that you guys really tried. But since none of you really have, you know, uh, like a degree or any kind of official training in this kind of area, you just know, 
your own company well enough to create this uh, these training materials and stuff, well, we're going to have to kind of start from scratch here. You're like, that is ridiculous. And and it's it's just it is very demoralizing and very kind That's of just like the mm-hmm. to me in my experience is the worst thing a new person could do is come in and say what everything let's change everything that you guys have done or even right. change things right off the bat. You get there, you sit and you work in the in in the processes that have been made and uh, how the company is working now. You work in right. that and you learn and figure out how that's working. And then you go from there to make changes once people, one, trust you and understand that you can work the way that they've been working. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you attack that. You never go in and just like make broad strokes to change things right off the bat. I, that's, I think that's so stupid. Yeah, it is. And, and that's what everybody fears. I mean, straight up, when you get a new manager, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, like maybe you had a terrible manager and you hope that things are going to get better, right? <laughs> but, right. you know, at the same time, you're still scared that, oh, may, maybe everything's going to change or whatever. Just right. like you said, like, you really need to know. Well, in any case, I mean, you can change stuff, but, like, that's the thing is, you know, going off of this book and everything like that, you got to look and see what is working, what your people are proud of, what your people right. are excited about, and you need to nurture that kind of stuff. Right. And for me, um, I guess the thing that kind of hit me about this is there are managers out there, and for anybody who is in any kind of leadership position, there are managers out there that make their job make the job of their subordinates easier and there are managers out there that make the job harder. We want the former. Yeah. Because like, that's the thing is for instance, one of the things that we, you know, don't have is we don't have a lot of data to back up what back up what we've been doing. Right. Cause we've been too busy building the thing. Right. To, have all the data and all the metrics to support and say, well, you know, this is the revenue that we can expect because of this and this and this and this, right? Because uh-huh. you know, we've been trying to get it off the ground. But in my opinion, that's, that is like, you know, this person's job is like, they're supposed to be looking at all the reporting and the technical right. and all that kind of different stuff comparing it to the budget, comparing it to last year, and and presenting that to the to the, you know, executives whereas for us, I mean, like I can do it, but I can either like it is it is Schrodinger's project. I can either do the project or I can report how the project is doing. <laughs> I can't do both at the same time. Right. So if you want me to do the project, then I'll do the project. If you want me to report on how the project's going, I'll report that it sucks because no one's doing the project. (laughs) I know he can get the job, but can he do the job? Do the job. (laughs) Exactly. And that's, that is very much it is. It is just, you know, the fluorescent lights are sucking, sucking out of my eyeballs. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's rough, man. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. And hopefully it'll, 
it'll turn around here and maybe I'll just slip this book on their desk <laughs> and be like, learn a thing or two about your position. Yeah. Oh, what? where did that book come from? Oh, I don't, I don't know how that got there. But, um, but yeah, that's another thing. One of the reasons this book came up, cause I've read this book by myself uh, or on my own, uh-huh. but now I have to read like this other book for my job. And I'm like, and this is supposed to be done when, like, do you want to report on it? Like, I'm already in school. Like, well, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> you know. if you're paying me to read this book, then great. I will give you. Then that. I'll sit here and you know, I'll let you know the hours of that of when I clocked that, or yeah, or you know, or I'm doing it on my time. Otherwise, you know, at work. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. So that's not how jobs work. Yeah. So. Um, I've got a lot of, uh, sick, a lot of saved days off. So I got the maximum number of days saved up or saved up. Nice. So those yeah. are probably going to be taken <laughs> a lot more this year than they were last year. So nice. Yeah. Do what it, is, yeah. What is new on your end? Well, what is the new? I just wanted to, so anyone who, uh, was able to catch our uh, 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 Fanex panel. Oh yeah, in Salt Lake. I have been watching a cartoon on Netflix. Samurai uh, Pizza <laughs> That that <laughs> has a lot of elements of great '90s cartoons, and has made me giggle because of of its of its. Of its absurdity. And this is a little show that is called Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Oh, I've seen the, whatever you want to call it, thumbnail. Yeah. So the the whole premise uh, of this, uh, which lends itself to being like a over-the-top 90s kind of situation is that uh, 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 this is in the future and obviously there was some kind of crazy fallout and give us give us the pitch meeting like we would yeah for our, our, so so our panel so like this yeah so okay so I'll set the scene for you it's the future there's been some kind of fallout okay. most Ooh. humans at this point live underground because the surface is overrun with mutant animals that we call Ooh. that we call mutes, mutes, and and the oh, mutes man, I love that. And the mutes are are all different things. They're they're cats. They're dogs. They're snakes. Giant bunnies. They're snakes that play electric guitar. They are <laughs> they are cats with axes. Lumber cats, and uh, they are. <laughs> They oh are. They I'm are, looking at the lumber cats right now. They <laughs> are Newton wolves. Wolves that love love space and everything science. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I'm seeing. That. They're the humming bombers, hummingbirds that. Uh, the, the wolves are very. The, wolf, the wolves are dressed like Carl Sagan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, and so funny. there's all these things. There's uh there's the frogs. Oh, what are the frogs called? Uh, the mod frogs. Mod frogs. So they're like uh, got their yo know, their mod suits on with the skinny Squirrels ties. Right, jet skis. 
Yeah, there's there's a there's a. Uh, what are the rats? The the rats, the the rats don't really have like a clan. The the rats have a special place um, where everyone can go and enjoy themselves. That's it's like an uh, amusement park kind of thing. Right, right. Um, there are the scooter skunks that ride scooters oh, okay. and leave oh, a yeah, there's trail of trail of stench behind them. Um, <coughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so snakes playing electric guitar. Snakes playing electric guitars. Yeah, they have no hands. They don't. And yeah, that's the most absurd episode in my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. People placed guitar for them, and they were like, we were going to eat you, but now we're bandmates. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, oh, man. Anyways, so I've been watching this while I'm trying to get my daughter to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she just lays with me, and we watch. And I finished the first season. There's only a season out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought for anyone who enjoyed our our panel, this reminded me a lot of that because it had all the, you know, it has enough crazy, enough yeah. crazy animal situations. Oh yeah, and there's like fitness raccoons. There's like clan of <laughs> fitness raccoons. Um, but yeah, all these weird kind of. Uh, uh, Ooh, there's what are these pigeons? These birds. Well, yeah, they're kind of one-offs. There's a there's a weird pigeon with two beaks, uh, some flamingos with two heads. There's mega bunnies, which are these giant bunnies with a th- just thousands of ears, it seems, um, <laughs> and they'll kill you. They're 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 massive bunnies. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Anyways, if any of that seems Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Yeah, if that seems any fun to you, then check it out. It's got its moments. Um hmm. I watched one with my dad and there was two times that he died laughing. Um <laughs> Oh that's the mark of a good show. Right. Because yeah. I mean, not to say that your dad obviously has a great sense of humor, but I mean, the fact that he's not like, this is the most ridiculous, <laughs> like, well, just gives up on it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. He was like, I'm here. I'm on the couch. I guess we're watching this. And uh, there was a couple of gold moments that he was like, that is so ridiculous that it's hilarious um, mm-hmm. kind of scenario. So there you go. Kipo. Okay. So that's new yeah. with me, man. Yeah. And there you go. That's our show. That's our show. That's 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 how we, we that's did how it. We do it. We've done it again. Yes. Thanks for coming with us on our ride. And we appreciate everyone who continues to listen to our stuff. We appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Even if you're listening at two speed, we still appreciate it. Yeah. Double the speed. I mean, why not? If we could talk faster, we would. Right. You didn't give us, you you know, you didn't give us as much time as the other people, but you still gave us time and we appreciate that. Yeah. And if you can pay attention at that speed, I mean, more power to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, Hit us up. Uh, If you have your own question of the day or your response to the question of the day. We would love to hear some. Yeah. Yeah. Triggered memories and, you know, 
the the reactions to the new. If you've watched Kipo, 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 and want to uh, relate your crazy, <laughs> <laughs> crazy inside jokes on that, um, then yeah, yeah. Um, tag N Brando, T A G G. N Brando. I don't want to spell that all out, even though I'm still talking. At <laughs> gmail.com and on Twitter. Or on Twitter. As yeah. well. At tag in Brando. Instagram. So apparently uh, Instagram is now the whole thing. I am constantly reminded that I am not up to date because I do not check Instagram. But Unacceptable. Uh, yeah, uh, very much so. But, uh, oh man. My girlfriend, every every time I'm like, oh my gosh, did you? It's like, oh my gosh, they just did the. Oh, yeah, I already saw that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this thing in the news. Yeah, yeah, I already read that. Like, every time. You're like, don't you want to like, talk about it? She's like, I'm over it. Like, oh, well, like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at it. She's like, yeah, well, you know, I read the story and da 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 da. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So you're unimpressed. <laughs> i'm not i'm not bringing you any new information it's just kind of okay fair enough fair enough. um but yeah um any new info you guys got get it get it to us let us know yeah yeah we like to learn too yeah all right well thanks for uh being with us and we will check with you later in the next of the weeks you the times yep bye bye